Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Welcome to Talking Tofu, the podcast about vegan snacking. I'm David Streepy. And I'm Becky Streepy. And if I do the intro, then there's no sometimes layer to it. This week on the show, we'll talk about light life chicken breasts, lunch at Trashy Vegan in Asheville, and try Chobani Oat Milk Oat Nog. Oat Milk Oat Nog. Yeah, I said that several times, but you just wrote Chobani Oat Nog. Oh, mine says Oat Milk Oat Nog. We're in a, this is a Lay's Funyun onion flavored Funyun based chip situation that we're in it is yeah we just gotta get every word out there there could be some legal layer to why they have to say things over and over again naming conventions gone wild a lot of it is legal though right i think so like, yeah like the ice cream one that you were talking about this week Mm-hmm. yeah 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 do you want to do you want to say more about it to the folks that weren't with us that when we had that conversation? Oh, yeah. So in order to call your dessert ice cream, it has to have certain like ratios of like milk fat to other stuff. I don't really know the legal definition of ice cream, but I know even a lot of dairy desserts don't fall under the legal definition of ice cream. And that's why they call them like frozen treats. It's like that saying goes, I'm not a lawyer, but I know what I like. That's it. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Classic case of I'm not a lawyer, but... But I know what I like. I know. And I know if it's legal. Yeah, well... It's whether I like it. Mm-hmm. Right? That's correct. That's... Man, what if we lived in that world? Ooh. Oof. That sounds Whatever terrible. you like is legal. Oh, gosh. That sounds bad. That actually sounds bad. Do you think that's what the purge is? I... Well, as someone who's never seen the purge, okay. but knows the, the basic premise... Yeah. It's all crime is legal for uh, the night. So, like... 6 p.m. to 6 a.m. or some shit like that. Yeah, it seems awful. Right. But I guess what I'm wondering is these people want to do this stuff, these violent crimes. What I would do is I'd just like download a bunch of shows off the Internet. But <laughs> like, but is that the same thing as they like it so it's legal? You know, that's more of a Sin City Las Vegas thing. Yeah, right? maybe. I don't know. They like doing it so it's legal from 6 p.m. to 6 a.m. If you are compelled to kill somebody, that is not the same as liking killing, though. Like, if you've got a vendetta against somebody and the purge is your chance to do it, which is kind of what happens in these movies. Okay. I don't know if you know this, but I'm on the AMCA list. The purge isn't currently in theaters, so it doesn't really matter to this conversation. Yeah. But I'm a bit of a movie buff, mm-hmm. is my point. And I've been watching horror movies. Mm-hmm. To get better at watching horror movies, we got we got a little segment later that we're going to talk about a little bit of that. But um, I've seen a few of the Purge movies. Mm-hmm. I want to see more, but they're not on the streamers, and I will not pay a dollar for them, <laughs> a single dollar. But that's a lot of these are vendettas that boil up to Purge Night, oh, I and see. then Purge Night's where you get it out. But that's not the same thing as say Chucky. I was about Who to... Who likes to kill? I was going to bring up, if there's one thing I learned from Chucky, it's that... Save it for talking tofu. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. Okay. So I get... What was my point? What was I saying? I don't remember. I... If it's illegal... If you like it, it's legal. Uh-huh. As a blueprint for a future society. Sounds, I think that's where I was headed. Yeah, that sounds like a nightmare. Because it's not just what you like. It's not just what I like. It's what everybody likes. Right. Yeah, that sounds bad. That's America, baby. That is America, yeah. baby. 
Yeah. You don't like freedom? Cool. How are you doing? I well, um, gosh, I'm good. Yeah, rainy day in the A. It is. It was it was cloudy when I left to get the groceries and yep. then it started to pour right when I parked in front of the house with the groceries. And sure. then I had to do some running trips back and forth. Yeah. Uh with the groceries. I did not help, I'm sorry. That's okay. You were eating breakfast. I was making breakfast. Yeah. A very bad one. Yeah, we'll talk about that in a future episode. I think I might have stained the the dad's famous breakfast bowls. Oh, no. Yeah. No. This one is not hitting those charts. It's he, not getting in that hall. He blames the product, not you. Okay. He knows it's I the I chose fault. the product. Yeah, but he knows it's not the technique that's at fault. It was the product. Anyway, we don't want to get into this. This is for a future episode. When are we going to do that one? I don't know. We'll discuss that. Uh, we can do it next week if we want. This is pro- this is the most efficient time to plan future talking tofu <laughs> episodes. This is the most focused I am on talking tofu all week. Yeah, is this this recording hour? Yeah. Um. So I'm good. Otherwise, I took the kid. Brace yourself. I'm going to spend a coin. I took the kid roller skating on Thursday night. Nope, Wednesday night. Our usual roller skating spot. Um. And last night. Yes, but I want to talk about okay. Wednesday night. I'm just saying that Yeah, three out of five nights this week. But our okay. Thursday night skate is very special to mm-hmm. him because he gets to stay up late on a school night, go roller skating with all the grownups. Mm-hmm. And this Thursday, there was a rally at our skate spot, and so which we did attend, but we didn't get to skate because they weren't going to have skating because that would have been a real security problem mm. for them. Especially, also, I think skating was going to be in the same building where the rally was. Another problem. Say more on the rally? Sure. It was a rally to reelect Senator Warnock. By the time this comes out, we'll know uh, how that went. Hopefully well. Uh, anyway. Radical uh, liberal Raphael Warnock. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kelly Loeffler labeled him. Yeah. In 2018. And I'm like, radical. So um, we went skating. We went to a rink on Wednesday night. This was the kids' first time at a roller skating rink and my first time at a roller skating rink in many years. And we had the best time. Yeah. He cannot stop talking about how fun it was. I can't stop thinking about how fun it was. There were disco lights and they had black lights that they would turn on sometimes. The music was good. And skating without having to look on the ground for rocks or sticks that want to kill you Mm. is really fun. I bet. It was a great time. What was the music like? Hip hop. It was good. Okay. Yeah. It was a roller rink in Stone Mountain. When you pull up outside, it looks like a terrifying uh, empty building. Mm -hmm. We pulled up and and the kid was like, I don't think this is it. And I was like, oh, no, this is it. It just looks like an empty warehouse. But then when you and then when you. There's a whole airport style security. They searched my bag. The guy was like, you don't have a knife, do you? And I was like, no, <laughs> I have these Pavita but did crackers. You? But did you have a knife? No. Okay. What? You um, should have been like, like I tell you. So it was I'm so. I'm bringing a knife to a roller <laughs> rink. I'm not going to answer it. Brought my nine-year-old to do a shiving. Yeah. So. A shiving. A shanking? Are you in prison? I don't know. Is it shanking? <laughs> it's a stabbing. A stabbing. It's just a stabbing. A stabbing. That's all you, a shank is like, I think it's an improvised um, pierce, piercing tool. I see. I see. Yeah. That'd be tricky to make it the roller rink. Everything's kind of round. Also unnecessary. Also, I wasn't planning to stab anyone. Knife. Yeah. I could have just brought a knife, I, I guess, and told him yeah. I didn't have one. Uh, so anyway, all this like it was kind of creepy outside facade and then like this intense security. But then mm-hmm. you get inside and everyone's perfectly friendly and fine. Like I didn't feel unsafe at all. Sounds like the exchange and egg episode of 90210 <laughs> where they get the invite to an underground party mm-hmm. and it looks intimidating on the outside or, you know, warehousing on the outside. But then it's a welcoming place for people to have their drinks spiked. Correct. Yeah. Everything up to the drink spiking was very welcoming. That rave scene was very welcoming. Yeah, it did seem fun. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody having a good time. Yeah. Just, just like, just like that. Yeah. We skated and we skated and it was very, very fun. That's great. Yeah. That was worth spending a coin, I think. Thank you. Yeah. So how are you doing? Good. Yeah? Yeah. You were going to blow leaves, but then it poured Training. rain. Yeah. I don't think you're going to. It's supposed to stop, like, right? But then the leaves are wet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I'm planning, I'm making a whole bunch of snacks today. Anyway, I'm busy because I got Dungeons and Dragons tonight. 
Oh, and that's right. I'm bringing right. snacks for my for my party. I'm bring, I'm making cookies, two different types of cookies, making a batch of Chex Mix, and then I talk to them all into ordering La Calavera. So we are going to feast. That's really fun. I'm going to bring some cherry coke. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds very silly now that I say it all. It sounds all the so stuff pure. that I'm doing. I love it. Um, so I'm doing that, and we're going to decorate Christmas decorations this weekend at some point, right? Yeah, at some point, that's we got, what we're going to do. We got Veg Fest tomorrow. I'm noticing in the corner that you have also squirreled away several of the snacks that I brought from Trader Joe's this week. Just two items. Yes. I brought about six, so that's a third. Yeah. 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 That's a, a not insignificant chunk of the snacks that I bought mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that I was looking forward to enjoy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for the pod. Well, yes, but when are we going to get around to those? This is the thing. You take them, and then eight weeks later, we enjoy them. That's because we have plenty of things to talk about. I don't buy the snacks to wait to eat them on the pod. I buy the snacks to enjoy them at snack time (laughs) very soon after I purchase them. Okay, I'll put them back in the kitchen. If you want, you can put some in a little container and and squirrel it away in here. You don't have to take the whole product. Take your little pictures for your little website. And then give the snack back to the people. Yeah. Me. That's you. Me. The people. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. You want to do it now so you don't forget? No. I'll do it after. I don't like one of those snacks that I'm seeing up there. I'm not looking forward to that episode. <sighs> I mean, what episodes am I <laughs> looking forward to? Tape. <laughs> Uh, lights, camera, action. It's Talking Toe View. Just the best. It's just a nice, tight song. Short and sweet to the point. I love it so much. Yeah, so uh, this is a newish segment of the show. I guess it's not anymore, huh? Talking Toe Views. And I alluded to one that we were going to talk about, but before we do that... I saw a scary movie, spooky season. I saw a scary movie that I sat down to watch Love is Blind on Netflix. And Netflix uh, auto-played a trailer for a Netflix film called Choose or Die. And I was like, why does it auto-play with sound? That's annoying. But then I got sucked in because it was a scary movie about a retro video game that is asking you to make choices. It's like a text-based game which I used to play when I was a kid, which would be like, do you go left or do you go right? And you'd type in the word left or right, and then it would kick off more text. It was all text-based. And this one was like, do you choose coffee or cake? And the person playing it looks to their, they're in a diner, and they look to their left, and they see a menu for coffee or cake, and then they type in coffee, and then somebody instantly shows up and pours coffee for them. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. Scary movie or scary game. That has real life repercussions and also there's a retro layer to it. That's neat. So I watched it. Real bad. Real bad movie. Um, Not overly scary, but intentionally gross and unsettling at points. And that grossness and unsettlingness did not really tie into the theme of the game necessarily. And then it all resolved in a way that didn't really make a lot of sense. Uh, But it's also, and I think this might be one of the marks of a... a good quote unquote good horror movie is that I keep thinking about it. I keep thinking about how weird it is that this movie existed <laughs> in the in the way that the story told itself. And again, I don't know that that's good or bad, but if it makes an imprint, then that's more than I can say for most stuff, most things that I watch. Right? Yeah, I guess so. Although it sounds like what you're thinking about isn't necessarily the movie, but the fact that it exists at all. Is that, am I understanding what you're saying? I think that, well, no, because I think that the stuff that was happening in it was, I keep thinking about that. Mm-hmm. What you're describing, I think, is snakes on a plane. Yeah, 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 Where yeah. snakes on a plane, the whole appeal of it is that there's a movie called Snakes on a Plane. Yeah. I've never seen it. Didn't I they don't make, feel like I'm missing out on it. Didn't they make a second one? I don't know. I think that there's I think at least thinking, a second one. I think you're thinking of Sharknado. There's tons of those, and yeah. they are uh, fun. They're they are actually fun, fun to watch. It is very fun. I forget the one that I watched with friend of the show, Liz. You just talked about it. 
Yeah, she couldn't so, remember either. Which so that's, I think my, the, the stickiness of this movie goes a little bit deeper than just the title Snakes on a Plane or the concept Snakes on a Plane. Like, it's just a head scratcher to me. And then, and I'm so newish to horror, like I'm, I'm plugging through all the franchises, the big ones, and then I'm seeing like the big horror movie of the moment, like Barbarian and, and stuff like that. But then there's this whole cottage industry of like in the middle horror movies. So I don't know if this is consistent with those and this is just kind of the way it is or what. Yeah. Like if all of these are just kind of opportunities to show unsettling, scary moments and they're maybe not knit together very well, you know? Yeah. Yeah, who's to say? Yeah. I, I don't know. Horror is not really my genre, so it's, I can't help with that. But okay. speaking of horror. Well, Snakes on a Plane 2. Oh, wait, no, that's uh, the DC comic. There's a DC comic version of Snakes on a Plane. <laughs> of course. Snakes on a Plane sequel. I want to close this loop for you. Thank you. Snakes on a Train <laughs> is a 2006 direct-to-video action thriller horror film as a mockbuster. So not not the same. Is Snake on a Plane based on a true story? <laughs> God, I hope so. They actually found a snake on a plane in New Jersey. Okay. A single snake, I feel, is not in the spirit of yeah. snakes on a plane. Hey, anyway. but speaking of horror, yeah. we are watching a horror series. Also I, t- on I talked you into this. No, it's on Peacock. It's on Peacock. Oh, okay. I, I am delighted that you opted into this journey with me. Yeah, Dave described it to me as Riverdale-esque, and that really hooked me because I do enjoy that style of teen drama. You like talk about really, what it is? Riverdale? No, the show we're talking oh, about. Oh, the show we're talking about is Chucky. It's a continuation of the Chucky movies from when we were kids. and Child's Play. Child's Play movies, right, right, right. And uh, so it's like the doll resurfaces and chaos ensues in a middle school drama setting yeah and i enjoy a teen drama pretty much in general but there's this like very specific style of teen drama riverdale wednesday i feel like is that same style just Mm. like a noir but like yeah anyway are you watching wednesday without me no i really want to watch it though okay uh, Liz and I were just talking about the mm. Wednesday last night and how much I want to watch it. Uh, but anyway, I enjoy that style a lot. And it seemed the way you described it, it was more about that than blood and gore. And there is definitely gore yeah. and I have to close my eyes, but it is worth it for a storyline that's very compelling and an aesthetic that is really fun to just look at. I think the thing that I agree on all of that. I think the thing that I love about the Child's Play movies, and I watched the whole franchise so that I could watch Chucky with the full foundation, you know, that the, the the firmest possible foundation to go into Chucky to see what they were nodding to and, and what was new. And I think the thing that I love about Chucky as a character and Child's Play as a franchise is... One, how consistent it is. Like the lore is bonkers and it just keeps building onto its canon in bonkers ways. And but it it stays true to itself the entire time. So it it never like really jettisons any bonkers thing that they've done in the past. Like there's a bride of Chucky and they have a child together. And there's all of like these bonker like one off ideas that are just baked into the canon of the franchise, which I think is really cool. Like you don't see that in Friday the 13th or even really Nightmare on Elm Street where they take a lot of liberties with like, no, 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 it's this way now. All of a sudden, Freddy's possessed by the souls of a thousand, you know, deranged monks or something like that, you know, or priests. But so the one thing is how consistent the lore is. And the other thing is how joyful it is. Like it's a really, none of Child's Play is really scary. It's, it has kind of scary moments. And like you said, there's a lot of blood and gore, but it's almost a spoofy in the sense of how much fun it's having with the ideas of it. And I think that really shines through in the series too, that the, the joy, the perverse joy that Chucky feels from being a killer <laughs> and from killing 
and this layer of like, why don't you like this too? Yeah, he really, that is his attitude. He's like, come on. He's trying to share this joy (laughs) and people just don't want it. Um, But the series takes an interesting kind of teen angst exacerbated into, well, no, here's your chance to act on that angst and having to choose not to do it, you know, it's a Mm -hmm. really interesting thing. Yeah, it's a fun watch. Definitely recommend it if you have Peacock. Yeah. Do it. And then you can do Below Deck. You can do the Saved by the Bell reboot. Oh, the Saved by the Bell reboot is perfect. Yeah. A lot of good stuff on Peacock. Yeah. Abbott Elementary. No. No. (laughs) What's that on? on hulu shit and hbo max i think i think it's on both new episodes are on hulu season one's on hbo max because it's a warner brothers television production oh Um, jokes on yeah the joke is squarely on you um anything else you want to say about chucky it's fun we're great, not, a great intro. We're only like, oh gosh, the intro is really fun, and sometimes they change it up. They change it up every time. Is it every time? Yes. I feel like the one last night we'd seen before. No, it was the syringes because the oh. syringes were a mode of of murder. I see. A mode of murder. Sure. What am I? What am I looking for? Mode of, I can't. I'm, I'm thinking. <laughs> Lights, camera, action. It's talking toe views. Was Dave. Hey. Do you have any news items for us this week? I'm getting a little bit upset because yeah. you just pointed at a script to chide <gasps> me. No, you're right. To be like, yeah, I do plan. The side context being you're the one that doesn't plan. Yeah. And then your precious little plan. Mm-hmm. You just suggested breaking. Breaking order. Hey, Dave. So this is a segment of the show that we call Talk and Takeout. <laughs> it comes uh, before Talk and Toe News every time. Revision. Revision to the script. Right. And we don't always do Talk and Takeout. Mm-mm. We don't even do it enough anymore for there to be a theme song to it. I would love a theme song. I can't. I'm not made of theme songs. <laughs> I think you are. You're so talented. Yeah. I'm a real... I'm a real Mozart when it comes to theme songs. You are. Yeah. I'm a real John Danielle with the prolificness of my theme songs. That's what I was about to say was compare you to John Darnielle. Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, because they're they're like happy sounding but sad, you know, underneath. So you think the Talkin' Toviu song is sad? Yeah, there's a layer of... No! A layer of ennui? Ennui. <laughs> Just below the surface. You're kind of, you're kind of right. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so this is Talk and Take Out. We went to Asheville for Thanksgiving. Yeah, we did. Distant past for, for anybody listening now, but recent past for when we're recording this. Mm-hmm. Uh, although not as recent as it should have been because we took a long time off of recording. A shamefully long time off of recording. We skipped one Tuesday. We skipped four recording sessions. Whoops. Yeah, because we're in double, we're in two a weeks. Oh, yeah. Yeah. When so, you're right, you're right. Yeah, when I'm right, I'm right. Uh, anyway, when we were in Asheville, I was tipped off or I tipped myself off. I don't know how I came across this. You said you Googled like vegan Asheville and Maybe it just I popped did. up. I tipped myself off then. Yeah, you did. I tipped myself off to a restaurant named Trashy Vegan, yes. which really spoke to me. I thought it was going to be a, a ripoff of Slutty Vegan, the ever-growing establishment, uh, Atlanta-based establishment that is gaining territory across the country, mm-hmm. and deservedly so. Uh, but I was also like, hey, let's try this out. It looks good. It looks like a greasy spoon. At the end of the day, we'll go eat a vegan restaurant we hadn't tried before. And I got to tell you, I couldn't have been more wrong in my impression of this place. Mm-hmm. In can a good way. We, can we talk about what it was nearby? I don't know. Do you want to? Yeah. Okay, well, y'all, I think you the secret. You can let the secret out. I can let the secret out. It was right by the Retrocade, which is an arcade in Asheville. It's two stories of old school video games. They have a whole row of amazing pinball machines. They have Centipede, Millipede, and I can't remember the third one that's related. It's like a spaceship. Mission Control or something. Okay. They have Qbert. Downstairs, they have Skee-Ball. 
They have Dance Dance Revolution. Mm -hmm. They have every retro video game you can imagine. And current consoles at the bar. Yeah, they do. He played Mario Kart for ages. At the bar with an adult, he played Mario Kart. Time of his life. That's like his dream come true. Yeah. Um, and it's you pay to get in, but then once you're in... $10 all you can play. And they give you a wristband. You can leave and come back. Good luck coming back, though, because it was full. Yeah, it did max out that day. Um, but wow, yeah, what a great fun time. time. Oh, so fun. Yeah. I played Elvira pinball. I played Rick and Morty pinball. I played Indiana Jones pinball. I played Godzilla pinball. Wasn't there... I feel like there were several... Pinball machines? Yes. No, but there were like three pinball machines all related to the same franchise. There were two Elvira ones. Oh, is it only two Elvira ones? I thought yeah. maybe there was a third Elvira one. I don't think so. Maybe not. But I thought that was funny, and they were very different from each other yeah. and fun. Anyway... Oh, if you're in Asheville, I definitely recommend the Retrocade. It was a blast. Also, shout out to Elvira. Elvira just rules. She really does. Like, there's such a specific thing that she does. Mm-hmm. And it plays on her fans' horniness <laughs> just enough, but not in a way that's, like, making fun of them necessarily because she's still, like, that's her fan base. I just She threads the needle so well. It's so good. She's incredible. Yeah. Anyway, not too far from the retrocade, it's Trashy Vegan. It was trashy walkable. Vegan. We walked, right? We did walk, yes. No. No, we walked. We did. We yeah. walked. And it went turned to, went out- Went thrifting on the way. Yeah. So in the same plaza, there is a little uh, like vintage shop and Trashy Vegan opened at 12 and we got there at like 1130 to the little plaza that it's in. So we went to the vintage shop and we looked at vintage stuff and I got a vintage roller skating t-shirt. Here's another coin. Yep, that's two. And it's early December. So you are... Out of coins. In trouble. No, you got three more. Woo! Yeah, let's see how far you make it (laughs) after this episode. I got nothing at the thrift shop. But they were playing good tunes and I shazammed a couple of things to add to my library. Also, the owner's dog is a black lab and she came out and we got to pet her. Yeah, she looked like Cora. It's very sweet. Oh, what a fun time. Yeah. So then when, uh, right right when they opened, we popped over to Trashy Vegan and I, got, got ourselves a table. I felt silly about doing that, but then like three other parties did the exact same thing. Like, and they were all people we'd seen at the Retrocade and at the thrift store too. So <laughs> everybody had the same idea as us. Yeah. It was a great thing to do. Yeah. And we got a table and then we ordered way too much food. In we did. The classic thing, the, talking tofu style. The thing that sold me on the menu when I Googled them was their loaded fries. Mm. And we ordered them. We, we ordered got the them. large. Yeah, we got the, the full size. There's a small loaded fries you can get, and then there's a full size. And we got the full size, and that was a mistake. Yeah. Because listen, we also got each got an entree, and right. um, it was just too much food. But listen to this. Listen yeah. to this. It's the sauce of the day. Onion, pickled jalapenos, fried soy curls, tomato, and lettuce on a bed of fries. Mm. Like, how can you turn that down? And it was as amazing as it sounds. Yeah. I've never had soy curls that were this good. Yeah, they were crispy fried. They were delightful. Yeah. Uh, and we did eat them all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We didn't. We left some fries behind, but everything else was gone. Yeah. So we got those to start. Incredible. Recommended. Although they have a crispy soy curls appetizer that I would want to try next time. Yeah. Which I think it's just the soy curls with the sauce to dip, but I bet they'd add tomatoes and onion and stuff if you asked. Got it. Yeah, probably. So so for my entree, I got the chickpea sandwich. Hear me out. Yeah. This is a burger place, and I know ordering a chickpea sandwich seems weird, but this chickpea sandwich sounded really good. It had like a Caesar dressing. Let me find the description from the website. Smashed chickpeas in Caesar dressing, tomato, pickled onion, sprouts on white bread. Yeah. And it was good, but I'll I'll be honest, the Caesar flavor really didn't come through for me in the mm. way that I had hoped. The pickled onions were good, but I could have used more of them. Yeah. I feel like... This, as you probably could have guessed, wasn't the move at this restaurant. But it just, it sounded intriguing, like all those flavors together, and I wanted to try it. And I think I would might try to make a sandwich like that. uh, That's what I thought it was going to be in the house. Mm. I mean, it was still, it was a good chickpea sandwich. It just wasn't as unique as I thought 
as it seemed like it was going to be, you know? Like, I wasn't unhappy with my lunch. It was just not exactly what I thought. Right. Anyway. I got the fried tofu sandwich, or sorry, the tofu sandwich, which consisted of fried tofu, sweet and spicy chili sauce, pickled onions, sprouts, mayo, and sriracha on a hoagie bun. This came to me in a bowl, and I was grateful for that because it was a very spilly sandwich. I think the thing, I I really enjoyed it overall. The reason I got it was because I'd never seen that combination of ingredients together presented as a sandwich. Like sweet and spicy chili sauce and sprouts in the same conversation. Mm -hmm. Like that's really unique. I think the trick is with fried tofu, it seems like a one, it, it seems like a pretty standard expectation of what you're getting. But I've had fried tofu that's all the way across the board. Some that's like bread, lightly breaded and really fluffy and some that, you know, is like chicken, really fried. crispy, hard and, and like hard to bite through. And I think this fried tofu was a little bit on that end of the spectrum. Mm-hmm. It was very tough and, and super fried, which again, I don't know that that's bad. It, I was expecting more of a fluffy fried tofu experience, like what we would get from soba or something like that, you know? I didn't think that this tofu was coated. It was not coated. Okay. That's what I'm saying. Like okay. it was fried to a point where the tofu itself was Turned very hard. Crunchy. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I enjoyed it a lot. I had a, a like final bite of Dave's sandwich because mm-hmm. he couldn't finish it. And I, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a great combination of textures and flavors. I actually was thinking I wish I'd ordered that. I want to be clear that I didn't finish it not because I didn't enjoy it. I did not finish it because I was eating the loaded fries and did not want to fill up on the sandwich and not have room for the loaded fries. The loaded fries were the star of the show. Yeah. Can we get back to the loaded fries real quick? So the soy curls, we talked about how super crispy they were. But then in contrast to that, you had fresh tomato and pickled jalapenos and then teeny tiny minced onion, which always, always reminds me of McDonald's hamburgers. Yeah. When you have the teeny, teeny, teeny minced sweet onion. Mm -hmm. I love it. I loved it so much. Um, and then the sauce on it, it was the sauce of the day, which was their trash filet sauce, which was a vegan version of Chick-fil-A sauce, which we can't gloss over that, mm. uh, which is like a ketchup mayo spices kind yeah. of sauce. Uh, very nice. Yep. The kid got a top burger, which yeah. is an impossible patty, cheddar cheese, special sauce, onion, tater tots on a sesame seed bun. So it's a cheeseburger with tots, a layer of tots in it. Said it was the best burger he'd ever had in his life. He is very picky about vegan cheeses, Mm -hmm. and they use Violife cheddar on this burger. Mm. He loved it so much that I made a special trip to Whole Foods to get a pack of Violife cheddar for him. Uh, Also, the thing that he keeps talking about with this burger, which I think is so funny, is that there were tots surrounding it too. Like maybe just however many it would take to make a little ring around the burger. like overflow kind of. Mm-hmm. But it was like they were arranged around, and it was basically like a side of tots with the burger. But he just kept talking about, and there were tots all around the burger. <laughs> so funny! It was the presentation was very good. Like yeah. I think it did make it feel like part of the burger, even though it was really a side of tots. Yeah. So just really good stuff. Yeah. Do really go. Do go there. There's also a chicken sandwich which you can get made with their soy curls. I can't wait to go back. That sounds so good. Yeah. Like let's go. Let's go to Asheville right now. <laughs> we can't do that. We have lots of plans, Becky. The, so the fried soy curls just comes with sauce of the day. I already said that. Forget it. Oh, they also have something I <laughs> wanted to get the uh, called the beige plate <laughs> because the name is funny, and it's the fries and soy curls, and it just comes with ketchup or sauce, so not all the loaded. Yeah. Toppings that sounded really good. They also have vegan brown uh vegan brownies. Um they have vegan cheesecake from Dare Vegan Cheese. Huh. Um, which is a company that um I got to know at the last Atlanta Veg Fest. She was there selling her cheeses and her cheesecake, I guess, is here. They also have take and bake cookie dough, which is really fun. And then also, they have a sister restaurant called The Dough House, which is all vegan donuts. Do you want to save that for a future talk and take it? Well, we can say that it exists. I know, but you have read through all of the menu of stuff that we didn't have at Trashy Vegan, which is robbing us of a double dip on Trashy Vegan. Oh, no, we'll still double dip. But I'm just, I want to keep a tighter purse string on the content 
hose. Why? We didn't eat this. We're going to talk because about Because we're almost out of ideas, Becky. And we no, need, we're not. We you need, always feel that way. There's always more, more ideas. I, I worry that the wall is coming. You've got this scarcity mindset. You got to let it I go. I do. It's from my it's from my days in the Dust Bowl. So they have a sister restaurant called Dough House, which is vegan donuts. We did not make it there. But next time we're in Asheville, we will make it there. And we will report back everyone. It sounds incredible. They have a chocolate donut with coconut bacon on it. And I'll eat it. Oh, mm. but they also have a strawberry matcha, which is a great combo. Maybe that'll be the last talk and take out because that'll be the last idea that we have. Yeah, probably will. Anyway, Dave. Yeah. Uh, you want to do a thumbs up, thumbs down? What do we do? It's been a minute. We don't do anything. We talk about, we just said it was great. Yeah, it was great. Eat there. Yeah, I loved it. Good job, guys. Can't wait to see you again. Mm-hmm. Great mural there. Oh, yeah, great the mural. tables. Mm-hmm. Nice people. Yeah. Full staff masked. Yeah. Yeah. So nice. Yep. Yep. And that concludes Talk and Takeout. That's the end of that segment. I would I would be grateful for any help with these theme songs, by the way. Okay. I'll work on a Talk and Takeout theme I mean, be song. The, be the change that you want to see. And yeah. listener... Dim Sum Kitty, I don't know if you have any musical talent at all, <laughs> but uh, we accept submissions too. Anna, if you have musical talent. This is Talking Toes. All right. Hey, welcome to Talking Toe News. I'm your correspondent, David Streepy, and this is a segment on the podcast where we reveal a headline from the world of vegan news that has already existed, so we're not really revealing it. And then we talk about it a little bit. And this one is from Veg News. We're back at, at the well of Veg News, uh, and it's from our friend Anna Starostanetskia from November 30th, 2022. So a uh, little meta note to Becky. I was already working on this uh, when I when I did that earlier. So... This one's from November 30th, 2022. 2,100 shares so far. So Honda's doing great. Carvel's first vegan ice cream cakes are here, and they're made with oat milk. Carvel has been in the ice cream cake business since 1929. Its first vegan ice cream cakes made with creamy oat milk are finally here. Ever wish you could order a dairy-free Fudgy the Whale from Carvel? Carvel? Well, we're one step closer to that reality with the brand's first non-dairy cakes, which Carvel launched earlier this month. The new non-dairy cakes are made with base of creamy oat milk and are available in two indulgent varieties. The strawberry raspberry Carvel oat milk cake and the double chocolate Carvel oat milk cake. If you want to read more, give Anna that click. Uh, She also has a note that Baskin Robbins is getting into the vegan oat milk ice cream too, which is a very exciting prospect for me because Baskin Robbins was my go-to ice creamery growing up. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm excited to to dig back into to that world. When I was in college, I lived walking distance from a Baskin Robbins, and I used to go there so much. Yeah, all the time. Yeah. What yeah. was your What was your scoop? Oh my gosh! Always something chocolatey. Mm, mine had... was their Rainbow Sherbet. Oh, that is good. I loved Rainbow Sherbet when I was like a kid, but then at some point, I just became very laser focused on whatever was chocolate yeah i don't get it i mean i get it but yeah i don't know i don't can't explain it to you ice cream can be so much more than just chocolate yeah i like when there's fudgy chocolate pieces of something in there either like in a fish food situation or Mm. if there's brownie chunks or even like a fudge swirl yeah yeah so i i Look, I'm sorry, we I got off I don't, topic. I don't like to belabor this point, but yeah. I am an AMCA lister. And because of that, I'm at the movie theater quite a bit. Mm-hmm. That movie theater is next to a Publix. I'm not wild about Publix, but sometimes I'll run in there and I'll grab something if we need one ingredient for something. The thing about Publix is they have a Carvel freezer. Mm-hmm. They have a special Carvel section. Whoa. So I make a habit when I go and exercise my A-list privileges mm-hmm. and go see a movie, after that, I'll frequently go to the Publix and I'll check the Carvel freezer. To date, they do not have 
the oat milk versions. Huh. But this eagle-eyed reporter pledges to keep an eye out, and I'll follow up when I do. I think Kroger has them. The, the place you go every week to get all the groceries? Yeah, I haven't been looking, but I can start looking. So, this has been my crusade for like four weeks at I'll this point. I'll just add it to the list. For four weeks at this point. Thinking in my mind of the delight that you would feel, like you did yesterday when I brought home the Beyond Steak Tips out of nowhere. And to know that it's been so one-sided this entire time. Well, I haven't looked, but I know that friend of the right. show, that's Lee, the part, got one. That's the and part I think, that's one-sided. I think she got it. At so, yeah. That you haven't looked. I'm sorry. I'll look now. That's my bad. It's my bad for trying to surprise you. Because if we'd had this conversation, I would have known to look at Kroger as well. Or known that other people that we know have had success at Kroger. I think it was Kroger. Not 100%. But I'm pretty sure that it was Kroger. <laughs> All right. Well, now it's time for another segment of the show, which is the ads. And we'll see you on the other side. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey, welcome back. How about those ads? Uh, you ready to eat something new? Yeah, let's do it. I gotta say, yeah. the show's going really well. I think so too. I think that the... I made a joke after talking to views that it was a bad segment, but I don't really feel that way. I thought that was going to get some traction with you and we were going to have a laugh about it. And then you just got sad and in your feelings about the fact <laughs> that I thought it was a bad segment. I saw it on your face. I thought it was a good segment. I didn't think we, I thought, I thought we'd been doing good this whole time. Thank We've been you. talking about things that we have enjoyed. Mm-hmm. We've been speaking thoughtfully and clearly on them. Mm-hmm. And now it's time to ruin that with the light life chicken breast. Yeah. Sorry, which everybody. Are one of the worst things that I have eaten in a very long time. Oh, it was god-awful. Yeah. So, long-time listeners of Talking Tofu will know that my quest for a vegan chicken breast is ongoing. We, growing up, we would make chicken breasts for dinner often. It was, like, kind of a go-to. My dad had some really quick ways to, like, sauce them up and make them dinner worthy and uh it makes me sad that i can't do that for my own 
kid. Like it really, that's one of the ways I learned how to cook. Like he taught me about deglazing the pan and how to make like quick sauces and stuff. And all of that I learned around a chicken breast. Mm -hmm. And I know you could do that with tofu, everybody. I know, but this was like a singular experience and I want, anyway. It it seems like with light life chicken breasts, one finger of your personal monkey's paw has closed (laughs) because you got what you wanted. But at what cost? Oh, the cost is a product that exists in the wider market that is going to further muddy the impression that vegan meats have to taste bad. Yeah. So this chicken breast is chickpea based. And oh boy, howdy. Might as well be pee pee based, if oh, you ask me. I could taste the chickpeas. Yeah. It's chickpea flour based. And not all chickpea based meats taste this horrible Hmm. but this one did do you have another chickpea based meat that no but a lot of people make their seitan using a mix of vital wheat gluten and chickpea flour the combo Hmm. gives it a really nice texture Hmm. but this the trick is it can't be all chickpea and i guess maybe they were trying to make it gluten-free i don't know yeah but this was awful so i followed the directions to bake these from frozen. Okay. Already I was dubious because they're not breaded and when you right. bake something that's not breaded, it gets dry as fuck. It was very dry. Uh and uh my I should have listened to my heart, but the thing is I've followed I guess like my friend Mary Ellen has a soy curls recipe on her website where you air fry the soy curls. And when I did that recipe, I was like, these are gonna be dry as fuck. Mm -hmm. But I'm gonna trust Mary Ellen, and I trusted her. And you toss them in sauce afterwards, and they are an absolute delight. Probably one of the best uh, preparations of soy curls I've ever had. And um, so I was like, well, surely Light Life, someone ate these, and they've tested them. And so I, I, but uh, they came out, just bone dry, just dry and flaky. Like maybe I should have sprayed them with oil or something, at least give it yeah. a little moisture. Um, so, and I was like, well, maybe you're supposed to toss them in a sauce. And I was planning to make a sauce anyway. So I made this like spinach miso mustard balsamic sauce, mm-hmm. which I have to say was delicious. Mm. I enjoyed, um, I ate most of the sauce just on its own mm. uh, because this chicken was so bad. Um, and I thought that that would like improve it, give it a bring some moisture to the table, like just mm-hmm. smother it in the sauce. Um, and it was just still so dry, even like completely covered in mm. creamy sauce. It was just dry in my mouth. The inside was a little more tender, but like the edges were like crumbly. They were so dry. And then the inside, the texture was a little bit better, but I still didn't like it. I actually didn't even finish it, and I was very hungry. You rarely do not finish a meal that you don't like the flavor of. You do not finish the meal because you want leftovers, and you you cut your experience short to create a leftover experience. Yeah. But I've, I've rarely, if ever, seen you do it because you did not like the food. Like, usually you power through the food because you don't want to waste it. I... Sorry, I went off on the. Those, you, you did, and those, I wanted. I'm sorry, to, it was just such a letdown. I, I wanted to flag that you're working a little bit bluer than I am on this episode. So when you see the explicit, just know that you're carrying a lot of that, and not me. I'm I'm trying to be a good boy, more and more. I know I said the S word earlier in the episode, like right up at the top. I felt bad about that, but I'm trying to be a little bit more wholesome because I'm under the understanding that children are listening to the podcast now. So, and, yeah. And I'm trying to be mindful of those precious years and, and the precious psyches. But I guess. So one thing that I'm trying to teach our child about swears uh-huh. is that the reason we don't swear is because those words are very strong words. Yeah. And we save them for when we really need them. Yeah. I felt like I really needed them today. Okay. All right. I would challenge. I, I don't want to get into line by line notes here, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but I would challenge dry as fuck is. See, now I've done it. But <laughs> sorry, kids. Uh, dry as a bone, dry as the Mojave Desert, dry as 
my husband's wit dry as <laughs> you know like we can we can challenge ourselves to to ascend mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and i'll hold your hand and ascend with you yeah or take point and and drag you up with me <laughs> just dragging yeah. me up like, hand over hand get, get out of that that pool see i'm i'm working from a higher plane on this starting with this episode specifically mm-hmm. and no previous episodes <laughs> and i think i you know 10 minutes in or however long we've been recording i feel like i'm now equipped i've got a firm enough footing to reach down and, and pull you up okay. so short story long story short is that we're we're good we're going to be good at this starting now okay yeah and that's a talking tofu promise that's a, a toe and tea a guarantee <laughs> guarantee that's yeah. it um it's not it so these chicken breasts were bad they were very dry i'm sorry becky i did not care for the sauce on them <gasps> oh my gosh it, i got a lemony vibe Oh yeah, there was and lemon in it. That's why lemon chicken is something that I really do not like. Oh, so it is what I was going for. Oh, okay, sorry. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not that you were doing it wrong. It's just that that's yeah. a dish that I don't like. You sorry. know. Um, but I ate the entire thing. I know. I couldn't I mean, pushed it down, shoved it down my throat. Yeah, I looked at your plate and was like, "Wow, I guess maybe I'm being too hard on these." But I feel how I feel. I my, ate the so I didn't throw it away. I ate the rest the next day. I know. When I was very hungry, yeah. and it still was terrible. Continue. I'm sorry. Okay, if if I may <laughs> reclaim. So I feel really wronged by okay. these. My thoughts at the time were: Is there a way to prepare this that is not so dry? Mm-hmm. Is this the product's fault or the preparation's fault or both? I I was able to again ascend myself and. <laughs> To put the sauce aside and not indict mm-hmm. the chicken based on the sauce because the sauce was a personal preference, you know? Yes. So one thing I did note is that I thought maybe they'd be better if you cooked them in the sauce. Hmm. Uh, like maybe smothered them in barbecue sauce and cooked them that way or something like that or tomato sauce, something where they could take on moisture as they cook. Take on moisture. Take, take on, on moisture. moisture. Um. The, do you think that doing it from frozen, maybe hurt it? Yeah. So there, the other option I think that would maybe work better is if to thaw and pan fry, which mm-hmm. I believe was the other directions on there. But we, when we were gonna have these, it right. was kind of a last minute Quick, decision, yeah. and they were frozen. Right. So, uh, but then I saw there were, if your product is bad when you cook it from frozen, then tell people not to do that. Well, I guess yeah, sure. is my yeah. advice. And and. It's a, that's a fair indictment and mm-hmm. one that you could lay on the company, but that's secondary to the product itself. I think and though- I think we're here. Yeah. We're here to talk about the product itself. I think cooking it in a sauce would help with the texture problem. Uh-huh. It would not help with the god awful chickpea flavor or how incredibly salty it was. It was so salty. I hardly used any salt in my sauce. So I didn't, I got a very bland vibe from the chicken. I did not really taste the chicken at all. I was reacting more, probably 80% of my reaction was to the texture. And the 20% that was towards the flavor was towards the lack of flavor. And then I added on an extra 10% of, well, the sauce is bringing the flavor and I'm not wild about that. Mm -hmm. And then there was an extra 5% that was like, what's going on with this rice? Oh yeah, the rice. <laughs> something was wrong with the instant pot. I don't. The spinach know. was great though. <laughs> yeah, something. I made the rice in the instant pot, and I think that the ceiling ring had a problem because it came out crunchy. And yeah. I made it the same way I always make rice, so that was um, a user error. It, Check it, your instant it, pot every time before you use it. It just kind of feels like all all signs were against this experience yeah and some of them we have a handle on and can point at and some of them i don't know i don't know if the product can be good but the way that we had the product was bad and i'm being delicate about this from my ascended state because i don't think that you did something bad with the product you followed the instructions you cooked the product the product tasted bad mm-hmm. that is probably copy and paste across the world what people would do with this product and their experience and their impression of this product but i'm trying to imagine a better world where 
with just a few tweaks <laughs> or a few different instructions, maybe this product could succeed. Yeah. You know? Is the air like thinner up on that high horse? <laughs> a little bit. It's a little bit because I'm so high up. Yeah. But, you know, hey, it's just easier to float up here yeah. with the thin air. And when I can float, I know that we should all be floating. Yeah. Yeah. It's I like think Pennywise shit. I guess I'd try it again, but I, I just feel like we'd be disappointed again. I would try it pan fried and with a sauce that the family can agree on. I don't know that I'm recommending that we try it again. Okay, great, because I don't want I'm, to. I'm, I'm imagining a better world, but I'm still going to throw my plastic bottle in the trash, if that makes sense. Like, I can dream big and act small at the same time. And what better place than a podcast that we started <laughs> for me to sit here and pontificate and dream big without it having any effect or impact on my day-to-day -day actions. Yeah, you know I, mean, I mean, when you're right, you're right. We just talk about the way the world should be. And people listen to this and they're like, maybe those people are living their truth. Maybe they're not. They'll never know. Yeah. We live a garbage lifestyle. But we talk about bigger ideas here. Yeah, Sure. And you know, maybe maybe some kids listening to this and hearing about these bigger ideas, <laughs> yeah. filtering out the swear words. Sure. And that's going to spur them to make that innovation that saves us all, you know, that un unmelts the icebergs, mm -hmm. you know? Another talking tofu promise. No, I'm not. No, that kid we will do it. We guarantee it that some kid. God, I don't like that. I love it. That I just, kid, if you're out there, I just want like 5%. Oh, Dave. 4%. I'm not greedy. I just don't want to work anymore. Anyway. Hey, Dave. Hi. On a scale of one to 10 high horses. Oh, you're <laughs> you instantly like pushed me off of it. And now I've fallen and broken bones. How would There's you rate uh, this chicken? Syringes all around me. <laughs> it's a possessed doll just stabbing you over and over. I'm going to say it's a it's a three out of ten, but I'm dreaming of five. I think. Oh, out of ten. I think, wait, yes. I said five. We always do ten. Oh. We, we do? do. Okay. Yeah. All right. You should listen to us sometime. <laughs> I'm doing three out of ten, mm -hmm. but I'm dreaming of five. I think I think this could get to five. If the world were just a little bit different. Yeah. How about you? One out of 10. It's technically food. Stays at a one? Don't eat it. Yeah. You couldn't dream Couldn't dream of a world where it's higher? It, maybe it could be a two with the better uh, preparation. But who knows? Maybe if you pan fried, it's great. Toe heads, if you have pan fried this from a thawed state and it was good or not, uh, let us know. Because I don't want to spend money on this again unless uh, I have someone vouching for it. And children. Children, don't swear. Children. Swear words. Can, can I have, can I have, sorry. Can I have my moment? I'm sorry. I'm addressing the children. Dream big, guys. <laughs> dream big. Dream loud. Don't let anybody tell you that things are impossible. Because the only thing that's impossible is the truly impossible and nothing is truly impossible. I'm David Streeby. Hey Dave. Hey. It's nog time. All right. So this is the Chobani oat milk, oat nog. That's right. I have got here a mug of steaming hot Chobani oat milk, oat nog, and then a glass of cold nog. No nutmeg? What? You got to put nutmeg on it. No. Nutmeg goes in nog. Yeah, it should already be in there. It, it has to dust on the top. It, you, Go it get just looks nutmeg. like a glass of milk. I've got the eggnog. All right, the nutmeg, give it here. Okay, I've I'm going to sprinkle. I think we should try it without and then sprinkle. Because sure. I feel like a packaged nog should be good as is. All right, so let's start with the warm so that it while we get it okay, while it's hot. Okay. All right, so I've got my my veggie save the day mug. That's right. Inside is the nog. Sure. It's not outside. It's very hot. Let's start with the it's cold. Kind of the, the me of eggnogs. It's huh? Too hot. Yeah. yeah. Too hot. 
All right, we're switching to the cold nug. All I right. made the hot too hot. Okay. <laughs> that wasn't the sweet bubbly sip I thought. I like it. I love it. And I am not here for non-dairy eggnogs. I used to, when I did drink coffee, I used to like putting nog, now I put the eggnog on and the nutmeg nutmeg on and I'm swirling it a little to spread it out. It's got to stay on the top though. It's It's a visual thing. It's not going to mix in. I'm just, so we get an even distribution of the nutmeg. It's just, it looks a certain way. And then you look at that and say it's the holidays. Yeah, but nutmeg's strong. So you're going to taste it. Anyway, I used to put it in my coffee and that was a treat. And I wonder if it'd be good in my chai. My nut, morning chai. Not my Meg. It seems like it would be complimentary spices wise. Mm-hmm. Better with the nutmeg even. It's really good. Yeah, it is really good. Really good. And I am not always a fan of cold nog. I like it warmed up. Mm, I really often good. feel like it's too thick when it's cold, but this one's not. And warming it up makes it a little thinner because of science. All right, now I'm going to try the hot, even though I made it too hot. I'm just going to burn my hot mouth. Hot noggin, chicken <laughs> see. I got a hot noggin of 103. That was better. That was oh, better it's than so your, good. That was better than your... That cup is hot, so watch out. I'm the handle's not. The hot Thanks. I'm just Thanks for to... explaining mugs to me. <laughs> Sometimes the handle on a mug gets hot, but this this mug, it doesn't. <laughs> the handle's not as hot as the rest of the mug. It's good. It's the the smell of it is a little strange. You think so? And it's because you had me so freaked out that I was like tilting it ever so slowly, so I was just smelling it for way longer than I was tasting it. Let me put some nutmeg on it. Let's make it. Hold it, it up. by the handle. It's not as hot as the rest of the mug. Thanks. Thanks, dear. Look, I won't That was it. Nutmeg is strong. Okay. You put like an eighth of a that. teaspoon of nutmeg in like a whole cookie recipe. Okay. Whereas you'll put like a teaspoon of something like cinnamon. Nutmeg is a strong okay. spice. Right. I'm just saying. Okay. Some would call it the strongest of spices. That's the one for me. Hot with nutmeg. It's good. It's creamy. It's not too sweet. I feel like a lot of these grocery store nogs are like overly sweet. I can't get over the smell of it. It's cold for me. Cold for you? But I... This is a thumbs Both up. Great. Both great. I've always loved a nog, but um, I'm kind of back and forth on like some of the new ones are like weird texture wise or yeah. like a little bit, like I said, way too sweet. This one, I feel like it hits that balance. Yeah. Thumbs up. Good job. Yeah. Good and job. And you didn't want to do this one. You didn't want to do this one. I'm a monster. It's the holidays, guys, I think. Yeah. It's the holidays still. Just check our release schedule for this one. Mm-hmm. Treat yourself. Go get the Chobani oat milk, oat nog. And share it with somebody you love or keep it to yourself. Fuck them. Yeah. Do you. I'm down. I'm back down. Yeah. Dave's Dave's off the horse. Yeah. The horse is running to freedom as the horse should have in the first place. Yeah. I was saving the horse. Oh. Dave. Yes. We have a letter. Great. Who's it from? It's from friend of the show, Lisa Luzzi. Hey, Lee. Hey, this is in reference to an episode back in November where uh, Dave dragged me for using the term violently Mm. ill. And uh, Lee writes, For the record, I also consider any form of vomiting as being violently ill. That's the letter? That's the letter. I wanted to read it last week. That's the letter. Lee agrees with me. Okay. And Lee's wrong. Lee, I think that Dave's wrong. Okay. Good. <laughs> if you want to text my wife, <laughs> write to us at talkingtofupod at gmail.com. That's talking without the G. Or you can slide into our DMs on Twitter or Instagram. Becky reads and responds to every one. I do. And thank you all for listening. If you're enjoying the show, don't forget to rate, review, subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. It really helps us out. We notice it. I stopped down the entire house yesterday because we got a new rating, not even a review, a new rating (laughs) on Apple Podcasts. Uh, And we just love reading those five-star reviews, so freaking leave them. You can also follow us at Talkin' Tofu on Twitter or at Talkin' Tofu Pod on Instagram. 
I'm Line Leader on Twitter and Instagram, and Line Leader was taken on TikTok. I don't think I'm doing any of those other systems. No. I don't think so. Or it's services. Okay. You're all right. I'm done. It's fine. I think maybe like, what if this is a watershed moment where there's less social media after this? Oh my gosh. Right? Yeah. I guess do we need an alternative right. to anything? Everybody's, yeah. One less thing. Yeah. Hey, but social media is not dead. I'm gluing glitter on all social media and you can find my recipes at glueandglitter.com. Talking Tofu is a production of Caddington Inc. Our music is by Delicate Beats. Happy holidays! Dave, what? say goodbye to the Toeheads. Goodbye. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com.